Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm so excited today on Trust and Believe. We have Hayette. Yes, I said one name and one name only, <laughs> and she's full of life positivity. She is an influencer and a creative strategist for Instagram and Facebook. And I have to say, I'm going to jump right into this before I get you to tell all of our Trust and Believe listeners how to trust and believe in themselves. I just have one caution for you. Uh oh. Where did you come up with? The statement, you can't brainstorm authenticity. I almost fell all the way out of my chair. I mean, I think it's a, it just came from, I would sit in all these meetings with, whether it's budding influencers or brands, and they'll keep saying, okay, but I really want to be authentic. So I don't know what to say, you know, in two weeks or three weeks. And I said, authenticity means things happen to you in real time and you react in real time. So if you don't know what's about to happen, how are you going to brainstorm it? So that's where I really sat down and I was like, you guys have to stop brainstorming your authenticity and just let it happen. Ah, uh, that's so important. I think there there's one thing that I think you will absolutely love, and I think that I think I'm doing really well in terms of social media. If I'm ever sitting there and say, "What should I post today?" I just don't even post because yeah. I think then you start to force authenticity, kind of like what you said, which I think is why it really resonated with me because I've felt in times in the past I've been like, "Oh, what do I have to post today?" And I had to force myself to be like. Why post anything if right. you don't have anything on your mind or if you don't necessarily want to share? Um, my next thing is, before we get into who you are and where you're from, because I love your accent, Alessi. <laughs> Thank you. You know, can you can you define really fast influencer? Can you actually define what that is? Oh, I'm so excited you started there because then we can just set the foundation. So influencing has nothing to do with social media. Social media is just an amplification of influence. So the actual definition of influence is to change somebody's approach or a decision they're making. Somebody in the grocery store who tells you get that milk over that milk is an influencer because they have informed your decision. So if someone's in the checkout line says, oh, that's that's a better gum to buy, they're an influencer because they have changed your decision pattern. Now, social media came and messed it up because people think you have to have a qualification to be an influencer. Your only qualification of being an influencer is to be human and to have experience. That is pretty much it. 
So when people, I, oh, I hate when people go, you know, I'm not an influencer. And I tell them, first of all, put the quotes down. Influencer is not something we go to school for and then we get some diploma and like now we're influencer or after 10,000 followers. Once you have experience and you're willing to share it, that's, that's influence. I absolutely love that. Okay, let's cut into who you are, where you're from. How did you get to where you are? I know this story is incredible and amazing. When I look at your social media page, I feel like I'm hanging out with you. And it's not just the amazing photos, because a lot of people post amazing photos. I mean, you really come across in exactly the way that you're talking to me right now. So give us the backstory and enlighten me because I'm so excited. I'm just like, which story do I start with? Well, I'm originally from Ghana. Um, So born and raised in Ghana, moved to the U.S. when I was 18, so about 13 years ago. And, you know, I went to college and studied communications and photography. So that's how I ended up in my first career in advertising. And, you know, I was in advertising for about 10 years. And then most recently switched to, um, you know, you go straight from advertising to tech company where I joined Facebook and Instagram. But somewhere along the line, about five years ago, I actually had a dream and in the dream I was a plus size blogger and I actually still have the text message I sent my friend that said oh I had a dream that I was a successful blogger and she goes do it and I started my blog four days later because it was just like I mean why not just just get up and do it you don't need qualification or 10 people to say yes and I'm also a big person I don't ask too many people before I jump into something so I just went ahead and did it and you know for me when I built it I started with the slogan exactly what you were thinking and that's the approach of which I've used it. Everybody's thinking these things. Nobody is saying it. So guess what? If y'all don't want to get in trouble with your family members, I'm the one who'll do it. I'll take all the brunt just so we can all heal collectively. I love that. So where, where did your confidence come from? Because that is by number one, being able to take on other people's I want to say issues, but something that they feel weakened and saying, like, I want to be the power behind what you may be struggling with. Where did that confidence come from you? I think it's from going through a lot of things with, you know, self-image my whole life. At some point in time, it's like, okay, I feel like I've gone through the worst you can go through. And I see so many other people going through it. So, you know what? I'm just going to share my experience. But let me tell you, it was not easy. Because in the beginning, people are like, you don't need to share too much of that. You're, you're oversharing. I get the reputation of an oversharer. Um, and so that knocked me down a couple of times and every time I get back up but like every time I share something so many people tell me how it's helping them and then that feels like my purpose so your you know uncomfortability with my truth won't stop me anymore I really feel a lot of times I'll talk to people and they'll make me feel not so alone because when I a book Tears for Transformation Someone who was very close to me actually said, I think you're sharing too much. Mm -hmm. And it did kind of knock me down a little bit because for me, I was hiding who I was and what happened to me for so long. And I know if I was hiding it, I know there are other people out there that are it too. And they have a really tough time in expressing that. And it kind of goes back to the answer. The question that I asked you is I wanted to take on the... Uh, I wanted to take on the brunt of the stress for other people because I know what it's like to have gone through that. So to be able to be a voice um, for someone who may be struggling is is it just feels really good. But you're right. 
when you get knocked, when people tell you that, it does knock you down. Yeah, you start being like, okay, maybe I am sharing too much. And then you're like, no. Because what you have to remember is anyone who tells you you're sharing too much, it's actually a reflection of their inability to be vulnerable. So what they're doing is seeing your vulnerability actually makes them insecure in their lack of vulnerability. So to be able to stop that level of uncomfortability, they're like, stop it. Please, please, please stop it because I can't do it. And you doing it is making me realize that I'm not doing it. So every time someone says something I'm just like this is not about me this is just about their inability to be vulnerable I love it and you know something else that <laughs> I think we have in common is I also talk about being uncomfortable is a superpower and if the more you're able to make yourself very uncomfortable the more you learn the more you grow it's the more you'll struggle a little bit, but yeah. you again get to kind of tap into so many different things about yourself that you wouldn't have learned otherwise. Yeah. What was the what was the one thing that maybe happened in your life where you felt, you know what? That was very uncomfortable and I learned a lot from that situation. Oh, I think my entire childhood. Um Sending love to my entire family. This is not about you. But um I think a lot of times when when we talk about childhood we sometimes, some people think of it as an attack on anyone who was in our childhood. So I always like to lay that foundation. I think I was always the fat kid, you know, the, the fat girl in high school. I did ballet and I was the biggest girl in the class. And a lot of times I would, I hate the feeling of people staring at me. It's still something I struggle with. I don't like people looking at me because I can read people's eyes and I can see what they look at. And then so I started to build this sort of defense that my older sister, I always yell at her, stop staring at me. And that sort of experience, I was like, okay, so if I don't like people staring at me, I'm just going to put myself out there and give them permission to stare at me, but they'll be staring at me, not in a little insecure shell, but more so like, listen, Whatever you think doesn't look normal about me, I'm still going to put it out there and you're going to get used to it because I won't change for you. So that's kind of how it sort of turned. You said something else. We need to hang out because <laughs> you said something else really, really, uh, that really touched me too. Just starting out with the answer to that question, how you said, much love to my family. Because when I tell my story, a lot of I tell a story in yeah. it and I talk about my mom a lot and there are some things in there that's not great and I have to I had I had to let her and my family know this is not about you this mm -hmm. is about my childhood my perception and the journey that I went through to actually getting to the place where I need to get to to accept it and to you know look vulnerability in the face yeah. a lot of people are struggling with being who they are yeah. a lot of people are struggling with that vulnerability and i love how you were able to change the mindset of yourself instead of saying i'm going to look at them as looking at me because of whatever i think they're looking at me and i'm going to showcase the greatness that i possess how is someone able to take that message or that struggle that they have been actually showing the world take it from it being bottled up inside and to actually showcasing it on social media um and and kind of eliminating the fear between yeah. the two i think the first thing is you have to unpack the fear and people's biggest fear of sharing anything is what will people say now when you unpack that deeper it comes from an inner childhood trauma of 
I have to appear perfect. You know, you know how, how, how your parents will tell you, don't leave the house without lotion on. I don't want people to say you didn't come from a good home. Those things put in perceptions of us that who we are has to be accepted by somebody else. And that is an underlying factor of why people don't put themselves out there because they're scared they'll end up in, you know, my biggest thing is I'm always like, I'm giving screenshot fodder for, for group chats. And, you know, people will talk about me and all that kind of stuff. But you have to get to the point where you're like, they will talk about me, but whilst they're talking, I'm still doing. And if they mm. will take time out to talk, that's fine. I'll be gone onto the next thing by the time they catch up. So you have to switch that mindset of people will talk anyway. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But the one thing I always tell people is there are no bunk beds in coffins. So if you are not going to die with me, I will not live to make you comfortable. And we need to all get that tattooed on our foreheads. A lot of times I get in discussions with my husband and he all, he often asks me, like, how do you spend most of your time? Because there are a lot of times, where, you know, my feelings are hurt. I care. But most of the time I give zero bleeps about right. whatever. And uh, the the example that I use is, well, when I die, I'm literally going to die alone. No yes. one's died with me. So I have to live this life in mm-hmm. the best way that I know how and trying to really give as much positivity as I can, knowing that I'm not going to be perfect about yeah. it. But at the end of the day, I can finish that up with what Hayat said, which no there are no beds and coffins. That is a great segue to my next question, which is the unfollow. Hmm. A lot of people are giving so much of themselves. They're really trying to either inspire or motivate or just show their life or just have fun. And getting unfollowed can really Hmm. suck. And then people say, well, I'm not. I'm not even going to post on social media because I post this about me. It's really authentic. And people just unfollow me. And so how do you eliminate people getting discouraged by getting unfollowed even when they're being their most authentic self? Yeah, I think there's there's two ways to answer that. So the first one is the room test. So a lot of times when people get unfollowed, it's because they're counting how many followers they have as permission to keep being authentic. So I'll tell people, and I'll do it to you. So the, the room you're in, look around the room you're in. Can 20 people fit in there comfortably? maybe 15. Okay. So let's say even if you had, even if you had 2000 followers, okay. And you you know, there's some people go, Oh, and I have 2000. I'll say, look at the room you're in and imagine 2000 people in there. That is how you humble yourself and stop complaining about who's not here and who's leaving and rather take account of the people who show up every day. I remember going to a Drake and Migos concert and it was in um, Chicago's arena and I remember just asking someone randomly, how many people are in here? Like how many people can fit in here? And they said, I don't know, like 10, 20,000. And I go, 
So I have four times this as followers and that just humbled me of instead of counting, why am I not at a hundred? Why am I not at 150? It's like, no, this is how many people have actually trusted your message. Now, when it comes to the unfollow, after you've done that exercise, you have to realize unfollowing is somebody respecting their boundaries. There may be something about you that is triggering. Like sometimes, like when, when let's say I was, I was like going down this plant eating sort of lifestyle there were so many people I followed. At some point in time when I was like, okay, that's not for me anymore, I unfollowed all of those people because that just did not fit my vision. And it's not offense, it's nothing to do with the person, it's actually a personal reflection of my boundaries and the kind of information I want to take in. I've actually done a post before where I told people, it's okay to unfollow me if I'm triggering you. And there was a young lady who commented and said, I have unfollowed and refollowed you several times along your journey based off of what kind of inspiration and motivation I want to receive. So you always have to remember an unfollow has nothing to do with you, but it's about where that person is and we literally just have to respect it. I never thought about the process of someone unfollowing you. It really having nothing to do with you and everything to do with, I mean, it has everything to do with you, to be quite honest, and how they are showing something that may not make you feel very comfortable. And the reason why I've asked that question too, is because I see this post going around a lot, which is if people aren't serving you or if people are making you feel uncomfortable then unfollow them and and you can completely disagree with me on this this is why i love having people like you on a podcast <laughs> that post annoys me because i feel like sometimes it allows people to be judgmental instead of listen or really look into the message or look at the copy um do you have a different way for me to think about that yeah. i know you just talked about what you talked about but I, it just it really um it really kind of bothers me. I think I I wholeheartedly agree agree with that um, that quote that's going around because you have to think, and this comes back to everything that's related in our life goes back to our childhood. We were never taught to say, I don't like this and I'm leaving and I'm not staying because of respect. I'm not staying because they're in my family or, you know, they're a close colleague or stuff like that. So this, a quote like that, is teaching people the power of setting emotional boundaries for themselves. Of if this is not making me happy, it's not bringing me joy, even if it's like politics, if it's fashion, if it's fitness, whatever it is, if it is not helping you, why would you put yourself to it? It's like walking into fire and saying, ooh, it's hot. Well, if it's hot, then leave. It's not about, you know, some people stay in places just so they can be part of the crowd or part of being cool. And we just have to teach ourselves to say this, this is not good for me. So I'm going to go to where it's good for me. And so I wholeheartedly agree with it. And I subscribe to that, which is why if people unfollow me, you don't have to announce your departure. But if your departure is going to help you, you may go. So many people love to announce their departure when they are unfollowing me. And I'm just like, sis, I was having dinner. Do not disturb me. <laughs> Please. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you definitely gave it more color because, you know, there are people who have posted it that I really respect them. And I'm like, I know where it's coming from, from those people. You know, I know that they thought about it probably in a way that you thought. But then I see some people posting it where, and maybe I'm being judgmental, but I'm like, mm you don't really have it together to just be, you know, like you, I see these, some of these people following people that they don't want to follow, but your example gave me a lot more insight. I think that 
I'm so connected to the inner person. If obviously if I know them and they post that, it doesn't necessarily yeah. bother me. But if if I if I'm like mm. anyway, moving <laughs> on, uh, a lot of people here that would love to get just some amazing tips on how to strategize their social media, strategize their life, and I would love for you to be able to um, give them some of those tips to make it just a little bit easier when they wake up every day. And we're also on this this talk about confidence and and setting boundaries. And within that answer, how you can help them uh, build their confidence, set boundaries, and just feel really comfortable about what they post every day. I think number one is do not put yourself in a niche is one of my biggest things. A lot of people want to start, I'm this, I'm fashion, I'm this. That was one of the mistakes I made in the beginning. I came out as I'm a fashion blogger. And then like two weeks in, I was like, I'm tired of talking about clothes. I have other things in my life. Because we also have to remember we're whole human beings. So you can talk about things through a fashion lens. So you can talk about, you know, fitness through a fashion lens of like, for me right now, every day I post my outfits I I wear to train. And that's purposeful. I'm still fashion, but it's through, I'm talking about fitness through that lens. When I was decorating my house, I talked about styling your home. So a lot of times people bucket themselves into I'm a mommy blogger and then all they talk about is kids recipes or kids things and I don't do that everybody's a lifestyle influencer why because you have a life that you are living and you need to share it with us the highs and the lows again I also tell people you don't don't write a content calendar people do that and sometimes like brands can do that if you're selling a product because you actually need to know okay holiday season is coming but as a person again you cannot map your life out if this year has taught us anything it's when you make plans it's hilarious because i think i was supposed to be in mexico right now so it's like don't don't over plan your entire feed to the point where it's so regimented your feed should be like a diary i tell people in the future i want my daughter or my son or my nieces or nephews to look at my instagram feed and look at the emotional journey that i was on brought to life through pictures it cannot be pictures that define my journey. No, it's this is just a visual representation of an emotional journey I'm, I'm on. And if you approach social media that way, you won't get burned out. It will feel purposeful. And you won't be sitting there huffing and puffing about who's not following you, how many people are not liking you. Like, I get so irritated when people go, hey guys, please go like my post. And I was like, that's like walking into a party and saying, hey guys, can you all tell me my outfit is nice? And it's just like, no. If some people want to like the post, they will like it. If they want to comment, they will comment. But there's also silent people who you're still inspiring who don't always tell you. There's people who I follow who have inspired so much about me, but they don't know because I never like or I never comment because I spend more time taking in the information. So it's like remembering those things, you won't start to quantify your influence. You won't start to quantify your purpose. And, you know, that's coming from someone who works at Instagram and telling people stop caring about likes. It really is you have to think through what is your purpose. Social media is just there to help you have your purpose reach more people. You don't need that gratification as fuel. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One thing that you said that really resonated with me was how your feed, especially if you're showing your life, is like your diary. And so your feed is basically like your diary and if you actually go back to when you were 17 years old and someone looked through your diary and they were judging you it's almost like you can say okay but this is my life like this is what I'm going through this is how I love how you used emotional journey and it does make it easier to continue to share because this is your life's diary and I was actually just having a meeting with my team and, you know, I'm like a cross between a brand, but also a human because like, I provide resources for people, obviously fitness, life, fatherhood. And it's just so interesting that you're talking about that because we were trying to figure out the best way for me to showcase that while still being authentic. And, uh, you know, we have a podcast and then I have my family and then we have the fitness. And so, you know, we kind of came up with a little strategy that keeps it very emotional journey-esque and telling a life story, but also letting people know these are some resources and this is how you can utilize what I have to share. Yeah. Um, you always have, have to remember, to... just really quick before we go on, you, that your page is your corner of the internet. It's your household. So number one, nobody comes into your household to tell you how to act. Think about your house. Do you ever let anyone come in and tell you what to wear or what to do or whether you can put your feet on the couch? No. So the internet and your profile is your little corner of the internet. That's all yours. What you do there, how you talk, If people don't like it, they are welcome to leave because this is your house. So I think, you know, as you continue to do stuff, always remembering that your profile is your corner of the internet. Can I just like take everything you have and like dump it in my soul really fast? (laughs) It's so good. Uh, Which really leads me to my next question. I would love to know in a little more detail how you've actually built your personal brand or your business and I know you obviously work with Instagram and Facebook but there seems and I know there's so much more to you what are, what were some of those key things that you did to build yourself to the place where you are now because you have some amazing and very authentic life lessons that I feel like you spew out very easily because you believe them and think, you've lived yeah. them yeah I think my biggest thing is I turn pain into purpose. I'm, you know, I'm never afraid to talk about things I've gone through. And I always take a second to reset. Every time I go through something, I have to reset. So I had a really trying time emotionally and medically at the start of this year. And so what I did, so many people freaked out, including my management. I deactivated my Instagram for four weeks. You could not find me. And do you know what I did every day? My phone was in the drawer and I just sat down and I would stare at the wall. 
because I had to ask myself, what am I doing on the internet? What am I actually doing here? What purpose do I have here? It doesn't feel good anymore. And so every time a key moment in my life, I always do what I call a reset. And then I come back stronger with the lessons from the pain. I don't believe in like sitting in pain and looking for vengeance and all that stuff. I'm actually grateful for pain because conversations I'm having with you here, they are riddled with pain. But they are not riddled with pain in a woe is me. They're riddled in pain as a platform for me to grow. So every lesson I have has come from something that has happened to me. So also you have to let stuff happen to you. And that's, that's, that's thing people don't get. They get so scared by avoiding pain and they avoid failure. My overnight success has been 10 years of constant failure that I have taken to sow the seeds for success. And a lot of times people want success stories to be, and I started and then this happened and then it was done. And it's like, no, my inability to be afraid of failure is what makes me confident, vulnerable, and also super transparent across all my platforms. And if I ever lost that, I would not be the same person. The social media reset and you admitting that you stared at the wall is something that I believe is more, (laughs) it sounds, it sounds crazy to some people, but that's the thing that I feel people need to be able to do and Mm -hmm. admit. Some people call it meditation. Some people call it whatever. And the reason why I feel like that's something that people need to be able to do and admit is because they do think that overnight success, there are a lot of people out there that look at your success and they, they think that the grind is going to happen very fast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of people out there that show this extravagant lifestyle, but they definitely don't show the phone in a drawer, deactivating social media, sitting alone. And I guess it's more of like, I know you're not like a psychologist, (laughs) but what is happening out there right now where people, especially I would say the younger entrepreneurs are thinking that what they see on social media can, like they're waiting for that viral video or they're waiting for that post or they're trying to be a part of that click. And how do you let them know You know, as a 42-year-old man, you know, some of them look at me and they say, well, you already made it or you're you're being a dad. And I'm saying, no, I went through it. But how how would you help them navigate their way through that? Going from this is what I want as an entrepreneur or being an amazing influencer to actually reaching that success. I think you have to not have an end goal or finish line for for your success. Sometimes people are like, I want to make a million dollars. I want to have a hundred thousand followers. When you're chasing those things, you will start to do any and everything to get there. You will start saying some things on the social media for attention, all that stuff. Your, your booty will be in the internets. And then, you know, at church on Sunday, your mother's going to have to deal with everybody who talks about it. But if your success is an emotional state, like for me, the emotional um, state I chase is for people to say, this helped me. How I get there, it changes every year, every month. Maybe something I did that inspired people last month was like I redid my entire pantry to be more organized. That could help people. This month it could be I wear pink to work out every day because I want to look cute. That can inspire people. If your measurement of success is about an emotional state and not a physical, tangible sort of qualification and this like need to belong to the crew of like viral sensations and stuff like that, you will get lost very quickly. Also, you know what will happen? You will give up because when you realize how hard 
it actually is to get there, then you'll just be like, I don't want to do this. It's, it's, it's fine. It's not worth it. So it's like you have to crave that emotional state. So you keep pouring into yourself. Like me sitting and staring at a wall, that was me refilling my cup. My following knows sometimes I turn off the ability to comment on my stories. Why? Because I'm refilling my cup and I cannot answer questions. Those are constant things you do when you need to really like pour yourself out to people on the internet. So I don't know if that answered the question, but that's how I interpreted it. No, it act, it actually does. And it brought up another thing that I actually will be, ta- I've talked about on a podcast before, and I actually answered in a Q&A podcast, which is about reaching plateaus. And I feel like what you said about shutting down, closing off, rebalancing and resetting your life is the same way that I tell people to deal with plateaus when it comes to weight loss or fitness or whatever. Sometimes you have to, you need the plateau Mm -hmm. in order to rebalance and kind of restructure your way to figure out what it is that you need. And it goes back to that old adage, you know, silence is golden. Yeah. And in silence helps you listen to the soundtrack of your mind. You know, a lot of times we turn on a song for inspiration, which we should because India Ivory is my life. But <laughs> oh, mine, but, mine is Meg the Stallion, but okay. But also, I feel like being able to listen to your thoughts, which is I'm sure would happen when you were staring at the wall, was amazing. But I want our listeners to be able to find you, to reach out to you if you provide any resources, tell them how they can find you and how they can be involved with with you and get your inspiration every single day. Well, um, my Instagram is Hyatt.Rita. See, now now, now I brought the last name in. Um, and my um, website is www.hyattrita.com. And then I also give people consultations. I do them very rarely where I will teach people how to find their authentic voice. That's, again, an extension of my purpose. So I started a brand called The Rita Collective, where it's just I will walk influencers through finding the authentic voice. I don't teach anyone how to grow followers or any of that. It's not my philosophy. But I'll teach you how to find your authenticity to then build a community so those are all the ways but i tell people when you come into my dm say hello first because this is an african household you don't just walk into my dm with a question you know, our podcast is called trust and believe and obviously you shared so many just amazing takeaways that people will be able to use to trust and believe in who they are but if you have one final message of helping people trust and believe in who they are i would love for you to give it to the listeners i think the best one is it's a visual that i actually do every day it's just imagine you know when you go for a walk outside and you have headphones on noise canceling headphones and you're just walking and people are talking and people are and you really just can't tell what they're saying because you're just walking sometimes i dance on the sidewalk that's how you live life headphones on then you can see people talking about you or talking or commenting on your journey all that kind of stuff but just imagine your life you have headphones on and nothing anybody says can get through to you because you know where you're going and that is what i tell people to do to themselves every single day because if not your road to success whether it's emotional business financial you can easily get distracted by chatter so just put your headphones on, the noise-canceling ones, not not the ones you got at Walgreens, the real ones, and then just walk through life. I love it. Thank you so much, you. everyone, for Hayat. And my name is Sean T. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. Check the show notes so you can find Hayat and always trust and believe in who you are. <laughs>